Well, on this 4th of July, I thought I'd give a homily that was, you know, relevant to the, the day that we celebrate today. We see in our gospel this uh, young girl raised from the dead, and that's a whole sort of separate story. I'm not going to address that, but what I'm going to pay attention to is that the kind of this, the middle part of this sandwich, and that is this whole little incident where this older woman with uh, hemorrhages comes up and he says that uh, she touches the let's see here touch the tassel on his cloak. Now, commentators, biblical commentators, both ancient and modern, are in agreement that this tassel that was touched was a very uh, special gar- uh, part of Jesus' garment, and that was what the Jewish people wore at this time. And it says in another passage of the Gospel, Jesus condemns the Pharisees because they enlarge their, their tassels. And if anybody has ever is familiar with the Jewish tradition uh, for at least 2,000 years, probably much, much more than that, uh, Jewish people have had various things they do when they pray. Um, they, wrap, they wrap this band around their arm. They have this thing that they put on their head and all, all these kinds of elaborate, um, kind of like a liturgical um, ritual that they do. But one thing that they do, the, the Orthodox, observant, you know, devout, pious Jews, is they wear a shirt... To this day, even you can go to Brooklyn and you know see the, the Jewish guys. They're they have these shirts that they wear, and they come down to about you know maybe the waist or so, uh, and they're like a poncho, okay. And so they've got four corners, and at each of the four corners they've got these tassels, all right. And the tassels is a commandment going back to the Old Testament in the Book of Numbers. God says, put these tassels on your cloaks so that they are to remind you of the Ten Commandments. So it's the Ten Commandments. And they might even, I'm not sure about this, but they might have had like ten knots in them to remind them of the Ten Commandments. And so the Orthodox Jews today, they have, they have like, instead of cloaks, they have like these little mini cloaks and they wear it under their shirt. But you can see the tassel sometimes sticking out of their, out of their, uh, you know, their button-up shirts or whatever. If you go to, you see the Hasidic Jews in Brooklyn or whatever. Uh, so in Jesus' day, Jesus had, a, in his, the way that his garment was, he had a long garment, and he had the tassels were, were low, down, probably down by the ground. So a woman comes up behind him and grabs one of these tassels. Now, uh, the Ten Commandments. She's great. Look at this, what's happening. Okay, I'm going to try to do like a mystical interpretation of this. She's reaching for, in essence, the Ten Commandments. Life, life, spiritual life, is being imparted to her through the Ten Commandments. Now, St. Paul teaches us, he says that the the, um, the letter kills, the spirit gives life. And St. Paul's epistles are full of talking about how we're, the Old Testament law uh, is, is something of the past, and with Jesus we begin something new. Uh, and all of that is true, but St. Paul, when he speaks about the law as something as a letter of death, something that does not give life, He's speaking about the law in terms of its external reality. Okay, um, given our fallen nature and our tendency to uh, our the tendency of our wills to incline towards sin, the law, the moral law, appears to us as something external and kind of imposing and fearful, and we don't like it. So if we give some, the commandment comes to us. We, it feels like it's killing us. Oh, we can't do this. It's too much. It's too hard. I don't want to do it. And we find something within us that basically kind of rebels against that. Okay. 
and so when St. Paul talks about how the law is done away with, he's speaking about the law in this kind of external reality. But in fact, the Ten Commandments, it's precisely it's the Ten Commandments, because there's other elements of the law, uh, the different, like the kosher laws and these kind of ritual laws that have been completely done away with. The Ten Commandments have not been done away with. Ten Commandments, they don't cease to be true, okay, and cease to oblige us. And uh, the Ten Commandments correspond to our nature, okay, and they're like keys that unlock our human nature. And the reason why they appear sometimes formidable is because of our nature is corrupt because of original sin. But Jesus has come to renew our human nature, to give us a new humanity. And so we see Jesus, we can envision him, he's the new humanity, and he's got the Ten Commandments on him. But we are the body of Christ. We're wearing these Ten Commandments right now. Okay? And so we can carry them because we, we are renovated, we're renewed, our humanity is made new in Jesus, and so we can obey the Ten Commandments. St. Paul says in Romans chapter 8, he says, There is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, for what the law of the Spirit of life, or for what the law could not do, and that it was weakened in the flesh, God did by sending his only begotten Son in the likeness of sinful flesh to condemn sin in the flesh, so that the righteous requirements of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. Because we have the Holy Spirit dwelling within us, renewing us, making us new creatures, we are able to fulfill the just requirements of the law, meaning the Ten Commandments. Okay, And uh, it's the Ten Commandments give us life, and when we disobey them, we die. We're, we're, so this, for Christians, is a source of life. Jesus begins the Sermon on the Mount by talking about the Ten Commandments. He goes through the Ten Commandments and applies them to Christians. That's the most foundational aspect of Christianity, is the Ten Commandments. Jesus says, in the beginning of the Sermon on the Mount, he says, uh, unless your righteousness exceeds that of the scribes and the Pharisees, he says, do not think that I've come to abolish the law. I've not come to abolish the law. I've come to fulfill the law. Okay? And unless your righteousness exceeds that of the scribes and the Pharisees, you'll not enter the kingdom of heaven. So the law is still in effect. But what makes it a source of life instead of a source of death is that we are renewed in Jesus. We are new humanity in him. And uh, so I'm going to tie this into 4th of July. My brothers and sisters, we live in a country that is historically Christian. Not necessarily Catholic Christian, but it is historically Christian. And we are falling away from the Ten Commandments. And it's bringing death to us. It's bringing death to us. We are like this woman who's hemorrhaging. She's bleeding. She's dying. And she's gone to this physician, and she's gone to that physician, and she hasn't gotten any help. We think we can go to, you know, well, it's just got to throw more money at it. You know, we've got all this crime, um, uh, people having, uh, you know, conceiving out of wedlock, and so they're aborting their children. All of this confusion with sexual orientation and, and uh, gender identity. Well, we just, just more education, just more um, liberalization of laws, just more uh, psychiatry, just more money. Throw more money at it. It's, we've all of these different physicians. We've gone to all these different physicians, and we're still bleeding, and it's getting worse. It's because we've gotten away from the Ten Commandments. So our prayer today, my brothers and sisters, is... May we, as Americans, reach forth to that tassel of those Ten Commandments and see it not as something that limits our freedom, 
but something that sets us free and gives us life. By obeying the law of God, we are acting true to who we really are as human beings. The law is good for us, and when we obey it, we are uh, we enter into liberty and flourishing and happiness. So let's pray for our country today. Let's be proud of being Americans, uh, and but but let's pray that we can have this uh, return to our Christian roots.